Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with MIDI Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at MIDI understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And MIDI can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. you get to choose between Alzheimer's and a Big Mac, I got to tell you, that that's a hard decision to make. You know, that... Yeah, it's not as hard a decision for me, but it's a harder decision for In-N-Out Burger. And now, Handel on the News. Ladies and gentlemen, here's Bill Handel. KFI AM 640, Bill Handel on a Monday, February 20th. Uh, that promo uh, was uh, from an interview I did with one of the uh, brain scientists, one of the premier brain scientists, and we were talking about some choices. And uh, he chose uh, In-N-Out Burger over Alzheimer's. Okay, that makes sense. Okay, I went for the Big Mac, although I shouldn't have. I should have gone for the In-N-Out Burger. Far, far better. All right, uh, cold again. Ah, oh, God, I'm getting tired of the cold. Uh, it's a Monday, February 20th. Uh, let's say hello to one and all. Good morning, Jennifer. Suck it up, Buttercup, because it's going to be cold and rainy and windy and snowy all week through Oof. Saturday. Whoa. Okay. That's lovely. Hi. hi. Yeah, that's terrific. All right. Uh, Wayne, good morning. Build me up, Buttercup. Oh, that was much nicer. Uh, that Mine. is. That is. And uh, Michelle's still here? Yes, I'm still here. Yep. Good morning. Uh, we're still hunting uh, for our new producer. And uh, there's Tyler. Here I am. Not hunting for a new board op slash engineer slash uh, all around plumber. Uh, and uh, we do a lot of, uh, uh, yeah. I don't do any plumbing around here. Uh, well, you should. Uh, they'll have okay. you do that. Yeah. Multitasking here. That's for sure. Good morning, Bill. Good morning. Uh, hey, real quickly, before we hit handle on the news, uh, over the weekend, uh, starting Friday, uh, how many mass shootings happened that we're not even going to report? No. Oh, because they're just, it's just, yeah, all right, another one. Fair enough. There we go. Uh, and uh, you know what? I'm coming to the conclusion. If you hire me uh, to, uh, as if you hire me to give you advice as a gun advocate, just Shut up. Don't say anything. Just relax. 
You're going to fight him anyway in, in court, and you're going to win any restriction. So <clears throat> don't say anything. So that's what I would do. You know, let the uh, gun control people go crazy. No comment, no comment, no comment. I was just thinking about that. Uh, just, I don't know why I was driving in this morning thinking about that. Okay, so much for... Uh, I, I, I know you were you were making a rhetorical point about the prevalence of these events and how we've gone numb. But if you want to know how many... Uh, yeah, I do. How far back do you want to go? Uh, Friday. Okay. Uh, one in Georgia, one in Missouri, South Carolina, one in Louisiana, one in Tennessee, one in Illinois, one in Missouri, one in Indiana. And uh, were people killed? I think the people were killed in all of them, other than no. one, one, other than no. one or two, other three, than one or three, two. Three of those that I said to you involved fatalities. Oh, uh, seven people killed, and a total in all of those. I don't like doing math in my head. Please forgive me. Twenty-six, thirty, uh, thirty, thirty-five injuries. Oh, okay. So that's better news than I thought. Okay, fair enough. Hey, let's do it, guys. Uh, it's time for, we got a lot of news, too. It's time for Handle on the News with Jennifer Jones-Lee, Wayne and me, and uh, lead story. Jimmy Carter has left the hospital, and he's now gone back home and entered hospice care where he is uh, clearly dying and wanted to be with his uh, family surrounding him. And uh, that is, um, you know, a, a neat way to go where you go, I've had enough. I'm done. And now it's time to comfortably uh, be with my family as I leave uh, this, uh, er the earthly bounds. And he, he did say he was completely at peace. You would, with, of, yeah. you would think so. Of all the people uh, who would be at peace. Oh, that's oh! I got the wrong one. Handle on the news. Fair enough. Thank you. Oh, I did the wrong uh, segment. That's okay. We okay. were going okay. we to get to. Yeah, we'll get Porter there in a minute. Yeah, but we we'll got to him. Yeah, we'll get there. In the meantime, uh, thanks, Michelle. <laughs> in the meantime, uh, the lead story is, uh, although I don't think it was more important. Uh, Biden. Here we go. They see presidents. That's why I got confused. Uh, Joe Biden makes a surprise visit to Ukraine marking the first anniversary of the Russian invasion. Now, uh, a president, sitting president, flying into Ukraine, well, actually he took a train in, uh, like a nine-hour train ride, uh, is uh, is no small deal. And he went in, met uh, Zelensky walking around the main square. Sirens were going off. Air raid sirens were going off. And it was not to cheer on the president, and it was not to commemorate him coming in. It was because the artillery was coming in, uh, at least in a, a closer area. So anyway, uh, he has said there will be uh, more arms, more artillery, more weaponry, not yet aircraft, not yet the fighter jets. That's the last of it. So just, uh, again, solidarity with Ukraine. Zelensky asking for begging for more, 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 more weaponry. Because the only way the Ukrainians are going to be able to stave off uh, the Russians, uh, even hold them off, is with Western military aid. There's no way around it. Not boots on the ground, but certainly uh, all matter of hardware and intelligence uh, and training because of um, if the Ukrainians don't have the weaponry, 
uh, and they this, it's supplied by the United States or, uh, or uh, Germany or France, which everybody's jumping in. They have to be trained on it. Here's and what the, the president. Oh, go the ahead, challenge Nancy. of keeping Ukraine up to the task may get more difficult. Isn't that right, Jen? Oh, yes, for sure. And that's because you had Secretary of State Antony Blinken, who says China might be giving weapons to Russia. But I thought it was it, this was contentious, to say the least. And this was Blinken saying, hey, here's the deal. I don't think that you should give weapons to Russia, China. And here's why. China uh, understands uh, what's uh, what's at risk were to proceed with providing material support of that kind to uh, uh, to Russia. Yeah, now, China is always denying claims, though. Oh, no, no, we're not considering selling weapons to Russia. I don't even know what you guys are talking about. Yeah, there wasn't even a balloon that overflew the United States, much less <laughs> weapons going there. And uh, the United States warning China over and over and over again. What does that do? There's always serious consequences other than shank, uh, sanctions, which screw us up. Not much. All right, let's take a break, and uh, then we'll uh, blow past President Jimmy Carter in hospice because I spent the first few minutes on on this. We're going to do more at 7 o'clock anyway. A story that shocked everybody over the weekend. The L.A. County Sheriff's Department says a well-known bishop in L.A. at the L.A. Archdiocese has been murdered. Investigators say they're trying to figure out a motive behind the shooting death of David O'Connell Saturday. So cops got this call. Uh, to a home in Hacienda Heights. That's where they found O'Connell bleeding and unresponsive. They have not said for sure if a weapon was found or if they even have a description of the shooter. But O'Connell had been with the Archdiocese for 45 years and apparently was really well, like specifically in the immigrant community. I know Eric uh, Garcetti, the former mayor, was calling him one of L.A.'s angels I mean, just it's just a sad, sad story. Yeah, it's a story out of the cartel where they shoot priests. I mean, it's just you wonder what and how. I mean, what what's maybe it was a random killing targeted. I think they're saying it uh, looks like targeted. I heard that report. And then, I mean, I know this is a reach, but I guess just on the faith community overall, a couple of weeks ago when you had the or last week, actually, when you had the shooting of those two men leaving synagogues and then you have the shooting of a bishop. I mean, it just kind of breaks your heart to see these attacks on the faith community when they're supposed to just be places of peace, you know, in, in solace and, and respite places that you can go to feel safe. Yeah. And when, not not anymore. Yeah, when that happened, last time we felt safe going into a house of worship. No, that's true. But I just mean these two attacks. No, really I just highlight. Understood. Yeah. God, your, your point is well taken. Or it has nothing to do with it. Yeah. Or I mean, it was his neighbor who got mad at him over hedges. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, well, uh, a guy who has been missing since January after not coming home from a hike. Uh, has been found. Unfortunately, he uh, is deceased. Robert Gregory went hiking near uh, Mount Islip, and uh, they did eventually find his body, and they did a recovery move to get it because I think it had fallen down. It was like 300 feet before the summit, and they've recovered him. There's still another person, Julian Sands, who is an actor of some renown, uh, who also is missing in the San Gabriel Mountains. Mm -hmm. He's been gone, I think, f coming up on five weeks now. 
both and of them still doing searches yeah. for him. Both of them hiking by themselves. Yep. Okay. Now Gregory was a was an experienced hiker. Yeah, both of them were. Yeah, but there were weather issues up there, and you just never know what can happen. And and I don't know if you remember last month that seventy five year old uh, from North Hollywood was found had had gone missing and was found alive in the same area where Julian Sands is believed to have disappeared. So, yeah. Oh, the story that. Jen was just talking about. Yeah, so they they think that the guy accused of wounding those two men who are leaving the synagogues in the Pico-Robertson area last week, he was arrested after he was found on Cal State University Long Beach's campus with a loaded gun. This guy is 28 years old, described as homeless. Um, he's been charged with federal hate crimes because it was as these guys were leaving services that they were shot. And uh, there was a letter that was sent out to Cal State Long Beach students on Friday where the vice president just announced the arrest and that sort of thing. He was a man just sitting on a campus bench who may have had a firearm is what they were. That's what the initial report was. And um, so he's been taken into custody and they're going to go over everything. Yeah, of course. They've got his car, his cell phone locations, all of that. So they've got a lot of information at least to go on. Hey, Wayne, what is the uh, federal punishment for a hate crime? I know, it's, uh, is this civil rights violation? I think it has to be. It is, but it it keys off of what the underlying act is. So, for example, blocking people from voting is one thing, and murdering somebody because of their race or their religion is quite another. He's basically going to be looking at murder, a sentencing for murder. Which, if it's first-degree murder, uh, you start out with a presumption of life without parole. Yeah, but he didn't kill anybody. Uh, he just shot them. He just shot, yeah, but attempted murder. Attempted, attempted murder. murder. You know, but the enha- he would be charged with attempted murder anyway, but the enhancement for hate, hate crime, uh, is that huge? Is that Or it's a separate crime. It's obviously, if they're charging him federally, it has to be a separate crime. It's a, It ends up being an enhancement to whatever else is going okay. on. Well, you know what? This is one of these stories where you have to go, which little kid who brought a gun to school story is this? Does this one pertain to Uh, a mother in Norfolk, Virginia has been charged because her six year old brought a gun to school. This does keep happening. Little kids showing up at school with guns. In this case, the woman's name is Letty Lopez. She's been charged with contributing to the delinquency of a minor, allowing access to a loaded firearm by a child. But guess what? She's released on a criminal summons. So in terms of the structure of the law, it's not that serious of a thing, apparently. And this is not the six-year-old in Virginia, who shot their teacher, that you may recall. <laughs> this is a different kid in a different school district in a different part of the state. Hey, here, here's a question, and that is, uh, if, you, if you are looking and you have a gun, a, a weapon, for protection, and that's the reason, you keep it on your bedside. You're not going to go into a gun safe if you hear someone breaking in, so it has to be right there. And at that point, uh, it's available for kids. You you go to the bathroom, you leave in the morning, you're going to come back. And, uh, there, uh, and there is no law uh, that the gun has to be secured. Or there is, and how, does, how do you protect yourself with a gun by your nightstand? And you secure the gun. 
Unless you have like what my husband has, which is next to the nightstand. Right, I understand, but there's no that law that recognizes his fingerprint. Understood, so but but there's no law that mandates that, which I'm surprised because well, it depends on where you are. I mean, there are some jurisdictions where they do have the requirements. California has a requirement, but it's ill-defined what it means. They don't specify exactly how must you keep a gun. Here's the thing: I can assure you, it is possible to have a gun that is readily accessible for self-defense that also cannot be fired by a child. Understood. But what I'm saying is it is not mandated that that has yeah. to happen, yeah. which is, I am which I am stunned at. Some states are now looking at tax credits for gun owners to put toward buying gun safes or other methods of securing their firearms they're saying we're gonna have we're gonna right. we're gonna go down we're gonna really come down hard on people who keep their guns on safely but we're also going to help you out financially to get a solution going. so that that i that's an end around uh the argument of the second amendment uh you still can own all the weapons you want we're just yeah. trying to make them as safe the second as possible amendment issue to have a requirement that that if you have children that live or frequent your house that your gun must not be accessible you read the, the, that has zero to do with what the second amendment guarantees yeah how about this one missouri state legislature uh there is an introdu introduction of a ban that 14 year olds should not be able to walk around with ar-15s okay it would that ban was overturned couldn't it couldn't, oh yeah the it, law they wanted to it couldn't it get passed for minors right. to openly carry firearms right. it could not get passed because got forgiven right. shot down could not get passed because why you can't assume that a a minor is dangerous because you don't know what he thinks you don't know that it is inherently dangerous here that's my point i'm making uh where it is easy to pass this law and it's just probably not going to happen all right, let's move on. I, I have to get off my soapbox. I really do on this uh, because uh, I, my, as a matter of fact, I'm on three soapboxes. The last time I went through TSA security and got flagged for something, it was because I forgot that I had lotion in my bag, which you can't take through. Uh, it was not because I left a loaded weapon in my bag and I forgot. But that was the excuse that roughly 6,500 people used, the majority of them, who left guns in their bags as they went through TSA. 6,542 to be exact. They say that's roughly 18 per day. And even though the fine is almost $15,000, if you're caught trying to bring a gun through security, people still, I forgot. Hey, how, did, forget? how, do, you, how do you forget a loaded weapon? I'm just curious. Uh, lotion sure. I can understand. I just don't understand how you could forget a loaded weapon. You're taking, I guess you're bringing on the plane an item that you carry around a lot in That's your okay. life with that a gun sense. in it. Okay. And you... I, still, I do tend to believe the, that that this is almost never intentional simply because who would think I'm going to sneak this gun through the TSA yeah. checkpoint? And I think you're right. And then I'm willing to bet, and they don't tell us this, this is people that are going through the checkpoints in concealed uh, carry states, where, as you said, it's Not just, it's just it's part and part. It's every state. Every 
Yeah, I'm, but I'm willing. But I'm willing to bet the numbers are much higher the, uh, there. Oh, that may be so. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, I don't have that breakdown. Okay. Oh, I have a story for this one. Detective Go ahead. John Munch has ascended to the police station in the sky. Actor, comedian Richard Belzer, who played Detective John Munch on Law and Order and also on other shows, that character had a life of its own. Out even outside yeah. the S, the the Law and Order universe, he would show up on other shows as Detective John Munch. He has passed away. He was 78. He had had some health problems. And in keeping with his uh, snarky attitude, apparently his last words were F you, mother effer. Do you know, I, <laughs> I, I have to tell you a quick story. Uh, maybe That's 24 great. years ago, 25 years ago, uh, somehow I was introduced to him. And he was one of my favorite comedians. And uh, we talked about his uh, background and uh and he told me the story of how uh, he's moving to New York uh, because he just he got a call from this producer he'd never heard of by the name of Dick Wolf. And he was asked to do a pilot in New York and he didn't know much about it, uh, but uh, he was leaving the next week to uh, go ahead and uh, just star in or be part of uh, this pilot. And he knew about as much of it as uh, about it as we did. And uh, out wow. of that, of course, uh, came uh, the uh, law and order. Uh, great story. He was also a frequent guest on Coast to Coast. Yeah, he's a funny guy. Yeah. I mean, he is one of the funniest people. Uh, and, and then he became a serious actor. And when he retired to the south of France. Yeah. He's, yeah. He got out of Dodge. Yeah. He was big. It doesn't surprise me he would have been on Coast to Coast a lot. He was a big conspiracy theory yeah. guy. This was a sad one. Actor Tom Sizemore is in critical condition. He had a brain aneurysm on Saturday here in L.A. Somebody found him collapsed and unconscious. Um, his manager, as of this morning, says that his condition is, the quote was, wait and see. So sad. Yeah. Yeah, he was in a lot of good good films. Oh my gosh, Saving Same. Private Ryan, yeah, all of them, Natural yeah. Born Killers, Black yeah. Hawk Down. Well, on to the end of an era. The last Cal Worthington branded car dealership has been sold. Worthington uh -huh. Ford in Long Beach, where so many of those commercials featuring Cal Worthington, Calvin Coolidge Worthington, his entire name, who uh, was a staple of daytime television right. ads with different animals, all of right. whom he called his dog, dog spot. spot. It was even time. when it was a tiger. Yeah, or a hippopotamus, riding a hippopotamus. Yes. Uh, bring a, he was just uh, terrific. You know, he was uh, basically illiterate. He had zero education, and mm -hmm. he created uh, this massive car dealership uh, dynasty. 27 locations. Yeah, I mean, just eight. huge. So the last one, uh, that Worthington Ford there in Long Beach, that dealership right. has been sold. The new owners, the Nori Shaver Automobile Group, says they plan to keep all of those employees. Go see Cal, go see Cal, go see, go Cal. see Cal. Oh, wait. If you need a better car, go see Cal. For the best deal by far, go see Cal. If you want your payment slow, if you want to say some dough, go see Cal, go see Cal, go see Cal. Go see Cal. Uh, he was, uh, he was <sighs> such a character. If anybody grew up, anybody's been around in Southern California, uh, he was part of uh, our culture. I mean, I grew up watching him.
Carla, our news editor, sent me pictures. She bought her Yugo from Cal Worthington <laughs> and has and Carla's personalized license plate pre Austin Powers is mini me. Now, why would Carla ever admit she bought a Yugo? <laughs> Explain that to me. Because Carla's awesome. Uh, I don't know if I'd use the word awesome <laughs> in terms of describing someone's choice of cars. Then she she also sent a picture of when you open the hood, the spare tire is in the front yeah. by the engine. And people think it's the engine on <laughs> made in Yugoslavia. You know, that's how weird is that? It could have been the worst car ever manufactured, by the way. Well, oh, I don't know about that. Pretty bad. I'm not. I'm, look, I'm not saying it's the greatest car ever made. It was pretty I don't, bad. I don't know. It was pretty bad. At least it had the word go. In the <laughs> yeah, there true. you go. You right. go. Yeah, you'd, uh, it was a hand crank window, and the crank would come off in your uh, hand. I mean, it's so many times. <laughs> and more missiles from North Korea. North Korea launched two ballistic missiles toward its eastern waters. This followed the launch of an intercontinental ballistic missile on Saturday and U.S. and South Korean fighter jets scrambled, of course, in response to North Korea's provocations. I always feel like it's just Kim Jong-un saying, don't forget me. Still over here. Maybe just put up some speakers and play that Simple Minds song <laughs> instead of launching missiles, making everybody scared and crazy. <sighs> Well, I don't know if you remember, uh, back in January when it was raining cats and dogs and tigers and lions and bears and everything, a huge sinkhole opened up in Chatsworth on Iverson Road. Four people fell into that sinkhole in their cars, and they're now saying that to repair it, it could take $4 million. Still there. Oh, yeah. Oh, Sure. There's an old pipe underneath that failed, which is, I guess, what caused the thing. And you're talking repairing all of that and then rebuilding the street above it and paving it and closing that hole. KFI's Four Blake Blake's going to mm. be live on this story from Chatsworth coming up at 7 o'clock. Is he going to be live from down inside the hole? Okay, that would be awesome. Yeah, it's just, well, think about it. It's just a big pothole is all it really is. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yes. Let's think about how long it takes a big pothole to be fixed. Yes. In LA. This right. pothole, this pothole is to potholes as Godzilla <laughs> is to a regular lizard. Yes, pretty much. <laughs> All right. What do you think about this? Low income jurors making a hundred dollars a day under this new bill in California. There's a pilot program that in San Francisco where some jurors get paid a hundred bucks a day and the lawmaker who sponsored that program now wants to see it happen statewide. He said no person should be dissuaded from serving on a jury because of a financial hardship. So right now Californians are paid nothing for their first day yeah. of jury service. Then you get what, 15 bucks a day. Yeah. After I wanna, that? And, and I went and looked this up because it's been $15 a day ever since I can remember it. $15 a day was established in 1957, oh. and it hasn't changed. So today, the equivalent of 15 bucks is $160 today. That's the same amount you would get uh, in today's dollars based on 15 And my fun one is uh, insurance, uh, minimum insurance, because uh, there was a story I did over the weekend where someone had a horrible accident and all she could get was $15,000. I go, that's right. 
because the minimum liability is 15,000, 1530 here in California. Uh, that's your liability required by law. And that was established in 1967. Uh, today, that would be $134,000. Wow. In other words, the minimum today, you'd have to have $134,000 to equal what it was when it was established in 1967. And uh, $1,530, $134,000 to $268,000 to, to match the 1530 I think we're a little behind the times on that one. Just a teensy bit. Yeah. Lawmakers in California working to um, to change the state constitution to no longer allow involuntary servitude. You may say, how in the hell can it be allowing involuntary servitude? Well, this is specifically as to prisoners. Because even the United States Constitution makes an exception. It says you can't have slavery, you can't have involuntary servitude, Unless it's somebody who's been duly convicted of a crime, then you can. And a lot of states have the same provision. That way you can force prisoners to work and they can't do anything about it. So uh, states have been on a tear lately all across the country, removing those yeah. provisions from their state constitutions. California, who you think would have done it a long it time ago, not. is working on it now. Yeah, a couple of things I want to point out about this, and that is... The vast majority of prisoners want to work. It's considered a privilege to work as opposed to sitting in your cell 23 hours a day if you can go out and get work. However, it's still be forced to work. And what comes to mind is Joe Arpaio uh, in Arizona, and it was literally breaking up rocks. Just like you see in the movies. I think that's, uh, and you'd have to wear pink jumpsuits too. Remember that? Oh, yeah. 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 Didn't he make him wear pink underwear? Pink underwear. He made the yeah. underwear yeah. pink. Yeah. yeah. All right. The average monthly payment for a new car has soared to a record $777 a month, nearly oh, yeah, yeah. doubling from what it was in 2019. 2019, just a couple of years ago. Right? Is, and it's doubled. This is almost a sixth of the median after-tax income for U.S. households. Yeah, and it's all the car companies. Even the used yeah. models yeah. have climbed to five forty-four a month. My my new used car is five twenty-nine a month. Yeah, wow. This, and I felt like I got a deal. Yeah, this is on crazy. It. And I this is where it's not collusion. It's just they all decided, hey, we make a lot more money by reducing inventory yeah. and um, just uh, you know uh, charging prices for it. And if they're not colluding with each other, it's just something they sort of all do coincidentally. It's perfectly legal. Long and it's, if you think about it, too, it started with the chips. Remember, we couldn't yeah. get the chips, so we couldn't make the cars. Yeah. But now we've got the chips. So now what's the excuse? They, I think because is what it, they found out. It's a better business yes, model. Right, of course. Exactly. Not have that many cars available because those cars you can sell yes. for so much more money. Plus, interest rates have gone up. If right. you do it's, 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 it kills you today. But that I got to tell you, that $777 a month, the average car payment, mm -hmm. that's putting a new car out of the reach of a lot of people. Yes. yes. Well, it's putting a used car out of the reach yes. of a lot of people. Yeah, what is the I used had to do car? Five hundred and forty-four dollars, the average. Oh, All right, man. let's do one more really quickly. 
All right. People love their smartphones so much that over uh, almost half of Americans say they have done a full day's work using only their smartphone. This is according to a poll conducted on behalf of Cricket Wireless for the tax time initiative. They're trying to kind of get people yeah. to use um to do their taxes online is yeah. kind of what's underneath this. Yeah. But that's one of the things that came out. And also, a lot of people say they could not go more than a day without their smartphone. I don't have a computer. <laughs> I do everything on my smartphone. Uh, it's just I'm one of those people. All right. Time for a break. Uh, Jimmy Carter enters hospice and his legacy. And it's a big one. KFI AM 640 Live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.